Jeremiah chapter 17 in my Bible, ESV, I'm reading from, it begins with these very stark words, the sin of Judah is written with a pen of iron. Right out of the gate, the sin of Judah is written with a pen of iron and a diamond tip. That means it's written definitively, boldly, brazenly, and it's engraved on the tablets of their heart, the prophet says. So this means that their sin before the Lord is open, it's willful, it's entrenched, and it's stubbornly persistent. But in the verses that follow, in verse 5 and following, which is what I want to focus on, the Lord through the prophet Jeremiah gives this sermon and basically says, your life doesn't have to be this way. It doesn't have to be like this sin written with an iron pen. In fact, there are two ways that you could live. And he typifies these two ways as two men. Each is likened to a plant. And I want to read this together and then meditate on this. I think of these two as the shrub man and Mr. Tree. So read starting in verse 5. Thus says the Lord, Cursed is the man who trusts in man and makes flesh his strength, whose heart turns away from the Lord. He is like a shrub in the desert and shall not see any good come. He shall dwell in the parched places of the wilderness in an uninhabited salt land. And then a second man. Blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord, whose trust is in the Lord. He is like a tree planted by water that sends out his roots by the stream and does not fear when he comes. For its leaves remain green and is not anxious in the year of drought, for it does not cease to bear fruit. So the Lord is saying to Judah, look, you've chosen the way of the shrub. And then this is where life ends up. But there's another way. There's another way of the tree. So let's think about this sermon to Judah. So first, the shrub man, what is he like? Well, he trusts in man. And that's a broad term, right? That includes himself or include other humans. But the point is, the affections and the sentiments that are due only to God, this man directs towards a creature. And it, that's, that's in complete contrary to um, Proverbs 3.5, which says, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Don't lean on your own understanding. This man leans on his own understanding. In fact, he writes here that uh, flesh is his strength. That means the earthly, created, fragile thing. It's weak, it's fleeting, and yet there he seeks his strength. Not by might nor by power, says the Lord, but by my spirit. But this guy, shrub man, he seeks power and 
and might. That's how he gets things done. That's what he's like. But And what becomes of him? The Lord says he's cursed. Cursed. That means he's under an intentional, enduring kind of misery. And then he likens this man to a shrub in the desert. <laughs> Just like this is a really visual kind of thing, right? And some of you live in a desert environment. Um, and, and of course, you've, you've, you can all imagine this. A shrub in the desert, it's shrunken. It's withered. It's all like woody and dried up. And then when good comes, even to his surroundings, he doesn't see any of it. He has no share in it. It doesn't come to him. And he dwells in a wasteland, this parched, dried, weary, empty salt land. And you know, salt lands, if you've seen one, nothing lives and nothing can thrive there. Remember going to the salt flats in um, Death Valley. It was the first time I'd seen anything like that. Yeah, just just no life at all. That's what that's what shrub man is like. But there's a second way to live, and there's a second man that represents that, starting in verse seven, uh, named Mister Tree. Blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord. Now look at the contrast here. Mister Tree trusts. In Yahweh, capitals L-O-R-D, the covenant God of Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, and now to us, New Testament, New Covenant saints, the God of the New Covenant through the blood of Jesus. His every sentiment of dependence and neediness is directed not just outward towards other people or inward toward himself, but upward toward God. When he is lost, the spirit is his guide. When he is weak, God is his strength. And when he's afraid, God is his shield. And when he's thirsty, yes, God is his inexhaustible well of water, fully satisfying. And that's why he's likened to this second plant. It's a tree with its roots tapped into a stream. And this, when I read it, immediately echoed of Psalm 1. How blessed is the man who walks not in the, and so on. And he's like a tree planted by streams of water. In New Testament terms, he is abiding in Jesus, per John 15, that image of the vine and branches. Um, you could also say that he's, um, he's, he's led by the Spirit, per Romans 8, because he's not depending on himself. He's not leading himself. He's led by someone else. And what becomes of him? He's not cursed. He's blessed. So blessing speaks of abundant, enduring satisfaction. And when the heat comes, his leaves stay green. They don't wither. And it's interesting here. It's important, I think, to understand that Mr. Tree will see trying times. 
Blessing does not mean exclusion from hardship. Rather, it means sustaining grace through hardship. And it's not just for a single unseasonably hot day that this happens. It's good for a prolonged year of drought. And I love this, this last description of him. He does not cease to bear fruit. Because I think many of us here are in seasons of drought. I look at the faces on the screen and we're like, we're as varied as they come, aren't we? <laughs> like from all over the place and all walks of life. Um, and, and maybe the, the one thing, the one common thing that unites us on this particular prayer gathering is that we're aware to some degree of the need for revival. And by definition, that means we sense the drought spiritually in and around us. So at least in that sense, we are all in a season of drought. And I want you to see this last verse here, that this man, Mr. Tree, does not cease to bear fruit even in times of drought. So even as we watch and wait and seek the Lord for revival, he will work in us and bear fruit. So I want to note just in, in um, before we pray, I want to draw our attention to the primary contrast between these two people, and it's dependence. And dependence in a believer finds itself, it expresses itself through prayer. Shrub man is prayerless. Even, even may, he may pray in a form, but he's self-reliant in the end. In the face of crisis, he depends on his own strength, depends on his own wisdom. And you know what? You don't have to be an unbeliever to do that. You, you, can, you can be a believer and a disciple in Jesus, but still at times behave like shrub man. But Mr. Tree is prayerful. His life is laid down. It's fully yielded up to the Savior. So as we now gather to pray, I would invite us all here in this sermon, the Lord's invitation to this yielded life. And let's pray together, seek the Lord and be led by his Holy Spirit, shrub man and Mr. Tree.